Nice. Hello, everybody, and welcome to another episode of Fan With The Fan By Podcast. We have another full house today in the form of Mickey Grayson. Hello. Hello. How are you doing? Good. That's always good to hear. Uh, and we also have uh, Merit K. Hey. How are you doing? I'm tired, but otherwise good. Hell yeah. Love to be tired. Love love not being awake and love needing coffee at, uh, what is it, it's three in the afternoon your time? Uh, yep, yep. Uh, if you're awake, you're fake. <laughs> That's what I always say. Uh-huh, uh-huh. Wake yeah. and bake those beans. That's mm-hmm. what you do with them. That's how coffee is made. They do uh, bake lot, them, yeah. Yeah, a lot of people don't know that. Sorry, are you hearing my uh, dog? I'm sorry, a dog? The baked beans dog? Did you? Well, no, yes, that dog is very important, and never forget about that dog. Uh, uh-huh. No, there was a dog barking outside my window. I have the window open because it's very hot. But See, if you yeah. can't hear it, then it'll just be a secret for me. Mm-hmm. Well, I mean, it, the, on the bright side, your uh, audio has started getting bad uh, and started cutting out for us. Like, just as soon as we started actually recording, when it sounded perfect a minute before. So, yeah, that's mm-hmm. probably why I couldn't hear anything. But that's fine. We'll muscle through it like we do. Oh, how, oh, I already asked how everybody's been. I didn't mm-hmm. say how I've been, which is How are good. you? I'm good. I've been playing some video games. I've been writing some stuff for the website. I'm battling a cat who hates me sitting at a desk. And I think I've talked about this before. I have no idea why. I have, I had my desktop computer, my, uh, my, my PC uh, out in the living room for a long, the longest time because it's easier to stream out there. I moved it into my uh, bedroom because it's easier to do work in here. Uh, and finally got tired of trying to do it out there working from the TV. And uh, brought it back in and now he is very upset with me and has been bothering me all day, but I've still been managing to get some uh, some meaty new content ready for uh, fanbyte.com, the website about video games. So it's been a, it's a good website. It is a good website. I like to think so. I like to think it's getting better every week, every every moment. Uh, we improve, we we grow, and we build upon mm-hmm. those who came before us. Rest in, oh, may they no. rest in On peace. On top of them? Yeah. Damn. That sucks. <laughs> we, we will crawl over the corpses of our uh, <laughs> former employees uh, and honor their memories by not giving up. Uh, <laughs> that's what those interns are for. Um, yeah, I don't know. I haven't really been doing a whole lot. You guys, uh, you guys got, uh, any, any games, any, any cool things happen over the weekend? Did you play anything cool? See anything cool? I was in Portland. I didn't know that I knew you were in Portland. I don't know. Oh, I was in Portland. (laughs) (laughs) I didn't know that you had left the, I was going to say left the country. Portland, Mm -hmm. as we all know, is a sovereign state. To the sovereign state of Oregon. Well, I mean, if you ask some people, it is a sovereign state, you know. Oh, no. Um, I, uh, yeah, I went to Oregon. I watched, um, so a fun thing about, about, um, the computer that I have is that it weighs a, a million pounds. Uh huh. Um, so we landed, dropped all of our stuff off at the Airbnb, but couldn't check in until three. So we were like, "Oh, we'll just roam downtown." Who is we? Then I, oh, my girlfriend and I. Okay. 
Um, and then uh, we went to we went downtown, and then I received about four work emails that needed to be handled immediately. Mm. Uh, so I did go to the Apple Store on the release date of the new iPhone, um, <laughs> so I could do work because those were the only computers that I could think of that were easily accessible. Yeah, the, um, the, the display model <laughs> iPhones that they have in the Apple Store. You just went over, <laughs> logged in, uh, gave them I, all the credentials. That well, I didn't. Mm. <laughs> Well, <laughs> who, who is this Kevin? Who is this Kevin Smith? Oh no, God! Kevin Smith is a real name of a person. I was trying to think of a fake name of a person that would work. Wait, at an Apple we store. hired Kevin Smith. Amazing. We hired Kevin Smith. He's our new social media specialist. Nikki, get um, the fuck out. Oh jeez. Um, but yeah. So then I did work out of an Apple store, and like four people. Okay, well, two people came up to me and asked me if I was okay. Um. <laughs> Like, and if I had any questions oh, no. about the MacBook that I was using. No, they were just like, do you have any questions? And I was like, ah, no, nah, no, nah, I'm good, I'm good, I'm good. And no, then I'm a person came stealing. from... Yeah. <laughs> yeah, okay, a person did come from behind me and was like, are you? And then she saw that I had TweetDeck open and she was like, ah, you're fine. And then walked away. <laughs> that part, yeah. So I think I think people got what, what was happening. Yeah, you know what? That's that's the true solidarity of the working class right there. It's just them seeing, yeah. seeing that and like being like, no, no, this is fine. Like, whatever. Mm-hmm. I don't pay for this yeah. electricity. Mr. What's the name of the new Apple person? Tim Who? Apple. Tim Apple? N- yeah. Tim Apple. This is Tim Apple's electricity. Uh, yeah. He pays the, the um, bills. So I did that. I also did go to two soccer games. I went to an NWSL game, which is the Women's League. Um, Hell yeah. I saw the Portland Thorns play the Houston Dash in what was a very good match. Um, and then the next day, same building, I watched the Portland Timbers, the men's team, play uh, the Minnesota United Football Club which is uh, has their nickname and mascot is the Death Loon. <laughs> um, <laughs> so it's a it's a bird, but it's black and has red eyes. Uh, I was gonna be um, like, oh, I probably know what this is. I live in Fargo, North Dakota. I live literally mm-hmm. fifteen minutes away from the Minnesota border. I I go there to go visit my boyfriend every like weekend or whatever. Uh, and then I was gonna be like, ah, this is what. Finally, I'm I'm on it. I can I can talk about this. And then you said Death Loon, and I completely yes. lost tr- my train of thought because well, I have yes, no yes. idea what that could possibly but, be. But Death Loon, sorry, is there anything else you want to mention about the Death Loon? Because it does provide a very nice segue. Into oh no, that else. was it. Um, that was one of the most frustrating soccer games I've ever been to in my entire life. Portland oh. had thirty shots on goal, but did not put the goddamn <laughs> ball in the net. <laughs> That's so frustrating. They were so terrified uh, at the But that was all I had. <laughs> Got in their heads. Yeah. Sorry, Merritt, what was your segue? Well, the Death Loon reminds me of a game about another bird. Mm-hmm. Uh-huh. Another, another very bad bird. Another murderous bird. Another <laughs> bird who does crimes. The bird that I love is the goose. Um, and I love how bad it is at every at, at just making problems. It's, no, it's very good at making problems, but it's very bad at um, society. Uh-huh. Yeah. The goose has no respect for anyone. It will. Yeah. It it is a creature that knows only mischief and <laughs> and I just do... you know general thuggery. In in my in my write up, I did a quick write up about the about the game that you're talking about, which is the Untitled Goose Game. It has no title, just like the goose has no uh, morals. Uh, I do describe the goose as an object immune from justice, and I think that <laughs> I'm, I'm pretty. 
so you ever pretty think, happy with that. You think about how like a goose is like a snake attached to like a bag. <laughs> <laughs> it's like this bag with like a hose coming off of the front of it. Yeah. And it's just designed to cause suffering. Yeah. Um, and it sees the child and is like, no, foolish child. I see your playthings. I disrespect them. I disrespect uh-huh. your entire enterprise. You will not have glasses, child, nor shoelaces, nor ball, nor plane. They belong no to you. We will lock you in this I have, booth. I have imprisoned you. I have imprisoned the shopkeep in the garage. You dare sweep goose? You sweep goose? Like the garbage? Jail for shopkeep? Uh, jail, jail for 1,000 years? Oh my god. Yeah, so uh, I don't think there's anything else to say about it. I mean, it's game. fun. I like it. It's I'm, it's, I'm finding it a little frustrating at times, but I think mm. that's just how geese are. Yeah. Um, <laughs> it's just because I'm kind of just like, you know, I'll get into something and I'm yeah. like, they keep coming at me and I'm like, leave me alone. I'm trying to like, trying to trick you into putting a bow on me by making mm-hmm. you think that I'm a duck statue, which is something that you might do. <laughs> what? Oh that, it's such a good game. Uh, duck, okay. duck only have small, duck only have small snake attached to yes, bag. Yes, they do. How can, how do confuse? Uh, how people are very dumb is what this game has taught me. <laughs> Nikki, have you seen it at all or have you played it? I've seen it. I haven't played it. Okay. Um, I'm waiting. I'm waiting for this weekend. There's um, okay. I won't spoil too much, but um, there is a part where you're antagonizing a man who is just trying to read the newspaper and like drink tea, and uh-huh. uh, the first part of that involves like sneaking up on like while he's reading the newspaper, sneaking up on him from the front because he can't see you, and every once in a while he'll put it down and like look suspicious, but like. Sneaking up on him while he's reading the paper and like grabbing his slippers off of his feet and like oh, throwing no. them in the garbage. <laughs> uh, yeah, I. So what we were talking about this a little bit in Slack this morning, uh, you and I, Merritt, where you had mentioned that where some parts of it can be a little bit frustrating. Um, and I will say, like, one thing that I really do love about this game is that in a very Hitman-like way, uh, it, there's kind of, like, a lot of, like, objectives, and, and it's all about kind of, like, messing with these people and trying to, like, basically throw them off of their, like, daily rhythm. Um, you know? You're by... an agent of chaos, basically. You are an agent of chaos, yes, yes. Um, you have no philosophy, you have no morals, um, you are only there to just completely gum up the works of the universe. Um, but... The way that they allow you to do that often like can be very different, which is something I really appreciate. Um, there's a part where you have to get a groundskeeper's hat off of his head, and I couldn't figure out for the life of me how to get him to remove his hat. So I like ended up having to watch a trailer for the game, which all the trailers for this game are just like them solving the puzzles because the game they know they're so confident in the like just inherent funniness of watching this goose uh, move and fuck with people that they know that that's just a good trailer by itself. Um, and in it, it's like the, uh, the the groundskeeper takes off his hat and like you can sneak up behind him and honk at him to s- surprise him and make him drop it. But when I did it, what I did was, um, oh my god, speaking of like just the worst animals in existence, my cat is trying to eat my headphones while I'm on this one. Hell yeah. <laughs> Ramba, you piece of shit. Uh, I'm trying to talk about goose. Um... Uh, so when I uh, took the hat off of this guy, what I ended up doing is there's a part where he, uh, if you fuck with him enough, he gets so mad he puts up an anti-goose sign. Yeah. Um, 
and you can, you in order to like proceed through the level, you need to honk at him at a certain point to make him hammer his own thumb. And when he does that, he falls over backwards and breaks open the door that, to get to the next area. When he fell over, um, you know, in this comical fashion, I just ran up onto his head, grabbed the hat directly off of his head, uh, honked in his face because there's a dedicated honk button, carried it, dropped the hat into a puddle, and he didn't want to wear it anymore. So, oh, <laughs> read. Okay, speaking of, yeah. speaking of rude, why don't you guys continue uh, for a second here while I kick this cat out of my room. <laughs> so yeah, my cat is actually hanging out with me too Bravo, and kind on. of like staring expectantly because mm-hmm. I was eating some cheese earlier and she's, I've already given her like three or four pieces and she's still just like, hey. Hey, what hey, about more though? Where's the rest though? The cat wants hand wants handouts. The cat, the cat, you know, the cat is socialist. Have you considered this? Well, the goose like is this, a comrade, I feel like this so cat is really lazy and just like wants handouts. <laughs> and like as a society, do we really want to support that kind of behavior? Yeah. If we just that's let, if I we just gave everyone services. cheese, then like no one would want to work. <laughs> because that's why people work. It's for cheese. We all know that. Yeah. That's why they, that's why cheddar is another name for money. Exactly. Yeah. And the it's moon because is because money. <laughs> and and also everyone knows that your cat only likes the one brand that is offered of um of cat food that exists. Oh, yes. Yeah. It's just like brand. in that movie, The Long Goodbye. Mm-hmm. I, I don't know if you've seen that movie, but there's a scene where Elliot Gould uh is woken up by his cat at like three in the morning and he's just like, Okay, okay, okay and like uh, goes to get food, but doesn't uh, doesn't have any left. So he like tries to feed the cat like his food from the fridge, uh, and the cat's just like, "What the fuck is this?" <laughs> and then he goes to the grocery store at like three in the morning. They don't have his brand of cat food that the cat likes. So what he does is he buys a different brand of cat food, and then um, sneakily, like without the cat being able to see, fills like an empty can that he has of the cat food that oh the cat God. likes with the new food and then lets the cat in and is like okay i'm taking your food out from your favorite food can and the cat is just like what the fuck is the matter you thought I, this would trick me and then just like <laughs> don't and then just like runs out it's just like i'm out of here this sucks does, he, does the cat leave him for the rest of the movie uh i feel like the cat maybe comes back i forget but yeah the cat is gone he's looking for his cat for like most of the movie does he does the cat come back the very next day uh no, I forget how long a span of time that movie takes place over, but I believe it is more than one day. Good, because I um, cannot remember the rest of the lyrics to that song. So that's they thought all he I was had. a goner. Yeah, they, that's the one. But <laughs> the cat came back. He just couldn't stay away. Mm-hmm. I, I remember the tune. The cat came back. It's a good the very tune. Very nice day. Nikki, does this mean anything to you? Nope. Okay. This is, these are the '90s songs that we cats are with. cats are extremely poisoned to me. And the my, the blood that's inside. Oh of my yeah! Mind. I thought you were just gonna say cats are poisonous, which is true biologically speaking. <laughs> they are. <laughs> they do have venom. They do <laughs> have venom sacks. Yeah, they do spit <laughs> venom like those fake dinosaurs in Jurassic Park. Yeah. Sorry, fake. The yeah. ones Sorry, that what? killed Newman. Yeah, those dinosaurs super did not exist. Yeah. <laughs> they I, just made them up. What? Do you ever feel like I thought they just found those in the <laughs> on the on the Universal backlog? <laughs> so, Nikki. <laughs> I don't think Merritt was saying that the dinosaurs in the movie <laughs> Jurassic Park are not real dino- like physical, biological dinosaurs, which I think we all know is true, but that the what? specific species... 
that they were uh, trying to represent with the animatronics. I and, see. And CG. I see. I see. So the rest of them were real, and those ones were the animatronics. Exactly. Yes. Thank yeah. you. Got it. Got it. Got yeah. it. Got it. Got think, it. Got it. It was like uh, that one, whatever movie, that Disney movie where they throw all the animals off the bridge or whatever. Uh, what? Um, oh, the Lemmings movie. Yeah. What? They kill. They kill all those. They kill all those Lemmings. Sorry. What? What movie? Disney made Disney made a film adaptation of the video game Lemmings. Disney's mm-hmm. throwing animals off a bridge. <laughs> what? Movie? No, they did kill okay, a bunch cool. of animals in no, a movie. Though. I need Disney to know what movie you're thinking of. Killing because... animals. I want to say it's Wild and Hard, but that's not what it is because that's a different movie. <laughs> it's uh, like a documentary. Disney pushed. Disney pushed them off of a cliff. The movie. The year was 1958. The film was White Wilderness. Which yikes. A nature documentary highlighting life in the subarctic no- north. Yeah, that's it. Mm-hmm. It was a movie. Subarctic now, north. Wait, you weren't talking about a 1958 documentary, were you? About a what documentary? Sorry? You were talking about like a Disney Disney movie, like a cartoon where the animals oh, are Oh, no, getting... no, no, no. I'm talking about like a... So before Disney made a bunch of animated movies that they would then go on to just make into live-action movies. They just made live-action movies first. They, there was a yeah. time when they used to do that. Right, um, okay, so you were talking and, about this old-ass documentary. Yeah. I was, yes, yes, yeah. Yes, yes. That's, that's yeah, where, both. like, the, the... It's where the, like, myth that lemmings run off oh. the cliffs comes from. Yeah. Um, Interesting. Be- because they killed a bunch of lemmings because they thought it would be more interesting for the movie if, like, they had a scene where a bunch of lemmings committed suicide, I guess. Wow. Um, and th- but that's this not actually before. True. This was before they owned National Geographic, like they do right now. Just as a reminder, Disney does own National Geographic now. ESPN um, and Fox and uh, uh, me probably. Lemmings yeah. are really cute. Lemmings are way more cute than they are in the game. Let me the look up a lemming, lemming real quick. Lemming. Oh, they I'm, look like gerbils. I'm going to Google lemmings, and all I'm going to get. No, actually, I'm I'm kind of amazed that lemmings. When I Google Lemmings, Google Image Search Lemmings, I don't just get the game. I actually get real Lemmings. That's interesting. They do look like gerbils. They look like gerbils with, like, calico patterns and beaver teeth. Calico gerbils. Please, please, uh, fucking buy your tickets for Andrew Lloyd Webber's brand new musical, Lemmings. Oh, no. Lemmings the musical. And it's just, they've, they've all got umbrellas. And, uh... Taylor Swift things. is still in this they one. They dig. They dig? Yeah, lemmings dig. Yeah. Huh. They do all kinds of stuff. Oh, right. Yes, yes, yeah. And that, I did say... I was going to say the, the Psionics game again, but that is the that is the developer of Rocket League, not Cygnosis, the Cygnosis? developer that made that. Yeah. yeah. Which yeah. is no longer. I was going to say it's wild. It's wild how how much they how much Psionics has changed over yeah. the course of. Uh... The, the the Lemmings folks, Cygnosis, they were, like, actually, like, a huge, like, super influential developer for a long time. Then they became Studio Liverpool for Sony. Made yeah. the Wipeout games. They did Wipeout. Yeah, yeah. they were Ooh. one of the big UK studios. And now they're dead. Um, like, we did. <laughs> pretty much every Oops. UK studio. Pretty much, pretty much any studio that is not Japanese or American, basically, at this point, or Canadian, Yeah. Do you ever think about, like, the alternate reality where, like... UK scenes and like Euro games, like mm-hmm. not board games, but like other video games, became yeah, like real games popular. Yeah, real games. Do you ever think about those that universe <laughs> where like those became popular and we're all playing like fucking truck simulator, uh, Z- uh, Zool, Zool Odyssey, 
and like um, the getaway James Pond 3D. GTA. Yeah. Yeah. I don't think about that actually, Merritt, though, honestly. <laughs> no. <laughs> Not really. See, the thing about I'm... that universe that would be um, that would be good, actually, mm. is that we would ha- have a... Um, we would probably have, like, six more Tempest games. Yeah. They well, probably would have made another Burnout. What's his name mm. is out there uh, still making basically new Tempest games. Yeah, that's true. He made a Space Giraffe. Yeah. And, yeah. Uh, Jeff Minter. Jeff Minter. And he made uh, he made the one fake game into a real game. Um, the one that like makes you go insane. Polybius, yeah. Yes, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, he's a really interesting guy. He's got llamas, right? He does have llamas. He lives like on a farm in Wales and uh, with his partner, and they have a bunch of sheep, goats, llamas, and uh, a dog. I think I Great. only think about the llama part because I do think the name of their their, their video game studio is Llamasoft. It is Llamasoft, yeah. It's, it's a good name. Did you ever use Winamp? Oh, I'll, yeah. <laughs> please, Merritt, you might as well have just asked, were you alive in the 90s? <laughs> well, I mean... No, I wasn't. So I oh. never used Winamp. Well. Do you know? Do you know where? I know uh, what it is. Nikki, do you know the Winamp slogan? <sighs> can you, you can make this goddamn program look like anything. Is that the... that was true? That was so cool. <laughs> like people, like my friends and I were just getting like fucking deep web skins for Winamp. Mm-hmm. That mm-hmm. was cool as hell. Uh, no, the slogan of Winamp is Stephen. I don't remember. Actually. It really whips the llama's ass. Yes, yes, oh. yes, yes, yes. Okay, never mind. You're right. Yes, I. And, uh, oh, I can't. Believe I, I only found hmm. out where that came from like a week ago. Is it the Jeff Minter thing? No, it's a Wesley Willis song called "Whip I'm, the Llama's Ass." I'm not familiar with Wesley. You Willis don't know Wesley Willis? I'm sorry. Oh boy, you gotta look Wesley Willis up. You're in for a treat. He was this—he uh, was this musician who. Why do I think um, you're lying? No, I mean he was—he's a genuinely interesting guy. Um, he wrote like a ton of music that was just like bizarre rock um, singer-songwriter stuff, oh. and. Uh, yeah, a lot of it was just like really out there, um, so bizarre. There's a I don't okay. While everybody's been talking about the new Fifty Two debut of Jack Kirby's Orion in the pages of Bryson Azzarello and Cliff Chiang's Wonder Woman, a far more exciting character debuted in DC Comics title over the past couple of issues. Named Wonder Wesley Woman Willis. Number, apparently, Wonder Woman yep. number fifteen introduced the newly redesigned Orion, but along with him was Milan, a son of Zeus. It would follow Wonder Woman's half brother. I read this comic. I know I know this character, and he's got like flies that come out of his eyeballs. Yeah, he uh, um, he, th- that character is based on real life Wesley Willis. Yeah. Okay. I'm I'm reading this now. I had no idea. Huh. Yep. Yeah. Well, apparently I was familiar with Wesley Willis and didn't even realize that uh, he is a man, a blind man who uh, has flies that shoot out of his eye sockets. Yeah. That's amazing. Because that's the thing that happens in that comic. That run of wonder woman is gorgeous to look at and i wonder if it holds up now i don't know if it does or not um but cliff chiang is a fantastic artist go read paper girls people out there need a need, need a good comic book any any comic book recommendations out there paper girls really he does the art for that one with brian k vaughn does the writing the creator of uh, why the last man and uh is he also saga i think he does saga as well 
Does anybody know what I'm talking about? Am I the only comic book I person do. here? I do. I think okay. he... Yeah, I know who Brian K. Vaughn is. Okay. Right. I don't know. Come on. Yeah. yeah. I mean, very, you know, prolific writer. Um, I didn't mean to insult you. Well. By implying that you wouldn't know. Nikki, on the other hand, uh, again... Did not know. Did you, not know. Seven years old. Yeah. I was going to say, Why the Last Man probably came out when you were, like, you know, molecules. Yeah. Uh, there is that. That's how we all start. Hmm? That's how we all start. Uh, yeah. Molecules. We are all made of flies in Wesley Willis. <laughs> yeah. Um, they still, did y'all know that they still let, um, Neil deGrasse Tyson, like, do stuff? Oh, yeah. Really? Doesn't yeah, seem like um, you should. Yeah, it doesn't, it, it, because they shouldn't. He's got, um, he's got a, he's got, his voice is on a, quote, brand new, this is the thing about science museums, mm-hmm. is that anytime they're like, we have a brand new thing, I can't tell if that just means that they finally scraped up enough pennies to, like, buy a new video, or uh, to them a new video that actually, like, was released in 2015, mm-hmm. because, like, their yeah. licensing is expensive, but they got a, um, there's a, there's a, quote, new uh, planetarium show at the Oregon Museum of Science and Information. No, Oregon, Muse- the Science Museum in, in Portland. Mm-hmm. Um, and he says, uh, we're all made out of dark matter. Oh, like that song. <laughs> mm-hmm. Like that one, like that song with that other guy who was in that show that Neil deGrasse Tyson was in the remake of. Because he's definitely as cool as Carl Sagan. Yeah. Definitely, definitely as cool as that guy. <sighs> Yeah, uh, I was like on the Neil deGrasse. I don't. I wouldn't say on the Neil deGrasse Tyson train, but I was a little bit more defend. I defended him a little bit more than a lot of people did back when it was just a lot of people dunking on him for kind of like pointing things out. And then like he had to go and turn out to be like a super dingus. Like he had to turn out to be <laughs> not not. Yeah, cool it turns out that like his whole fun like actually uh, isn't quite as fun when it's like about like mass shootings that just happened. Mm-hmm. 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 or if you're like a serial sexual harasser yeah. mm-hmm. like that like that makes it not cool yeah oh speaking of which the last time i went to a planetarium to go bring it all back around the uh mm-hmm. i don't think i don't necessarily know that the serial sexual harasser but also they do suck um the last video i watched at a planetarium was narrated by one tim allen what sorry Orion. <laughs> uh, I am. Um, that's good for Tim. Yeah, I'm Tim sure he recorded. Doesn't that, like, like working. Ago. Like it's it's super clear that Tim Allen doesn't like the fact that he has to work. Does he have to anymore? Like how much does home? No, but that's the thing. Like I like part of me. He got his TV show got didn't get renewed, um, because reasons. Uh, mm. Like no one was watching it. No, it was. Um, I think it did huge for a while though. Yeah, it was really big, and then they just didn't renew it. So then it went to Fox. Yeah, yeah. Um, the, <laughs> Where the television goes the, to die. Uh huh. Um, and I, it just doesn't seem like he has fun. But I guess he didn't look like he had fun doing anything on Home Improvement. It sounds like he's just not a fun person in general. No, no. Like he's, he's also a narc. narc. Yeah, yeah, he's a, he is a yeah. fucking narc. He sucks. <laughs> Fanbite.com slogan: No narcs. No narcs. No uh, narcs uh, allowed. Uh, oh. Um, um, yeah, that was uh, that was a couple years ago now, and I think he probably recorded that thing like a million years ago. Before I anyway. just, I just, um, we've all seen the interview 
with uh, him and Tom Hanks, right? Yes. Yeah. 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 What a it's dingus. Yeah. What? He's a, just a real dingus. It's you know who a... else is is dingus? Hmm. The our friends over at Visual Concepts, developers of National Basketball Association 2020. Oh, are we going to talk I'm about not this again? Because I do. I would love to hear an update on the basketball game. How many ghosts have you seen? <laughs> Zero ghosts, but I had three straight scripted losses yesterday, which what? is the least satisfying fucking thing in a video game, or like especially in a sports game. I had just oh just the wildest string of things happen at the end of that third game that I was just like ah I might never play this video game again because over the span of maybe 15 seconds um I was dispossessed of the ball three times and then they scored eight points uh and then it was like well the game's over sorry and I was like that's not physically even possible like I didn't you can't even run that fast you all need more Gatorade <laughs> Um, you, you told me there were no ghosts, but then you did talk about being dispossessed, and yeah, maybe yeah. you needed a little took, bit of they, supernatural they, magic. You know, you know what? They removed the spirit of basketball <laughs> from my body. Um, I also got further into like exploring how the Gatorade upgrades work, um, and <laughs> apparently that's uh-huh. the only way. Like the meta is to spend real dollars. No. Um, to buy Gatorade upgrades no. because it it increases your stats basically. Well, okay, you go into the Gatorade store um, because there's a Gatorade store. They also have so inside of the Gatorade store. Okay, imagine an Apple store, right? Except <laughs> instead of um, like tables where you've got like watches and computers and stuff, you actually have those like ladders that you put on the floor that you then like put your feet through to like do like jumpy jumpy things they've got um they've got those snake ropes that like you put on a wall and then you pick up the two ropes and you like make them do snake stuff please they have um geese ropes um they have uh lines painted on the ground so you can sprint and then there's a there's another room that is behind glass for some reason um, where they uh, first make you do one of those um, button pressing mini games, where uh, you're supposed to like look in the middle of the screen and then use your peripheral vision to see which of the face buttons comes up. And then there's another one where you have to point the stick in a direction so your character can press uh, six buttons that are in front of them. Anyway, those are the only way to upgrade your stats. And then if you spend more money, you can buy Gatorade cubes. Um, to permanently uh, upgrade your stats uh, for three games. What? What makes them cubes? They're um, it's cubed Gatorade. It's just it's concentrated Gatorade chewy chew chews or something. Is that a real thing or just a yes. thing in this world? No, nah, it's a real one. Chewy Gatorade. <sighs> Gatorade cube is what I've googled. Just let me just take out my dry erase marker. They're and called write down the name of the, this podcast. <laughs> Go, go ahead, go ahead. <laughs> They're called G Endurance Carb Energy Trues. No, Chews. that's made up. They come in two flavors, orange and fruit punch, and they cost um anyone anyone want to wager a guess? Here, let me let me read you the product details before you wager a guess wait, as to how much are, money are these, the, these wait, fucking things the, cost. The price to buy them in real life or to buy them in the game? To buy them in real life with a Amer- like with to get an actual tangible thing. Like currency. um, they are slightly cheaper in the game. Okay. Um. 
<laughs> here are the details. They are gummy chews that provide energy. And when consumed, when they're consumed prior to and during prolonged racing or training, 2.5 hours plus. The gummy texture is easy to chew and swallow, so fueling up won't slow you down. Also available in Fruit Punch and Orange. Okay, I thought okay, you said... Okay, oh. so, wait. Wait, is the price to buy one of them, or, like, a few? You can... To get one pack, one 21 pack, that's the only way you can buy them. Wait, they okay. come in packs of 21? Yes. Well, uh, why such a I'm gonna guess, number? like, 20 American dollars. Uh, I will say... Uh, how big are the cubes? Uh, <laughs> the cubes are... Uh, I can't give you exact size, but I can tell you the density. The density of these cubes, um, <laughs> molecularly, is that they've got 120 calories, 20, or 31 grams of carbs, 110 milligrams of sodium, and 55 milligrams of potassium. Oh, so I that's what I you got in low. there. Yeah, I'm, gonna, I'm gonna go with 50. <laughs> Those are expensive minerals. I'm gonna say $50. Uh, it's thirty four ninety nine. Ooh. Um, and you can, and in the game, they're legitimately, like, you can buy these cubes, um, for, like, $20. And then you don't even get the energy in real life. Wait, is, but you said it boosts your stats for three games? Yes, correct. Yes, Wait, yes, it's yes. A consum- so it, it's, it's a, it's a consumable. consumable. Yes, 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 yes. It is, yes. Is the only way to get them with real money, or can you, like, get a VC? You can, you can spend VC, but, like, it doesn't, economically, it doesn't make any sense to spend that VC that way. Because it, it makes more sense to spend your VC on, um, like on on straight upgrades to your character. So the one thing that I have learned, I don't remember if I stop me if I if I talked about this last week. There is a thing where they come to you with endorsements, and then you have to negotiate like how much money you want them to give you. And there's always one. Uh, you where talk they... about the weird like homeless shoe man who wanted to like sell you bad shoes. Oh, is that what you're yeah, yeah. About? So there's that. No, so there's a different. There's a di- like once we get into the game, into the game, they like they're like you take your meeting with Beats, and they're like, "Hi, I'm Beats, man," and they're like, <laughs> "Here's Beats. here's yeah, I'm Doctor Beats. Here's your offer," and they're like, "We'll give you." Six thousand, or like we'll give you three thousand VC right now, and then we'll give you. There are these things called incentives. So like every time you get an assist, or every time you get uh like ten points in a game, they'll give you. They'll kick you like fifteen VC. There's another thing that is discount, where you can get a discount on the things that you can buy with real money in the neighborhood part. So like your your beats contract, you can negotiate to get five thousand VC and then two incentives, and then also a twenty one percent discount at the beats store in the video game. What do you get at the beats store? A uh, beats for your character in the video game. It's just a cosmetic. Do you get a? Boost? Yes, it is. No, absolutely not. You do not know. <laughs> I they like also the idea of, of there being like a bard-like element to like yeah, depending on what music you're listening to, you get different buffs. What do you want? Yeah, see, that would be cool. Uh, it is not in there. There is, however, a button dedicated to your beats. They also give you a pair, which doesn't make any sense because it's how you listen to music. So like you press the button and then your character puts the headphones on and then there's music and then when you press the button again, you take them off and then there's no music in the in the social space. Um, oh, but it's only also, in the social space. You can't wear beats yeah, during a like a regulation correct. game. Okay, but you can wear the beats. And this is this. Oh, just to wrap that up. Like, so if you the thing that I've been doing is because I'm not going to spend American dollars on digital beats. Um, is I just 
knock down the discount and the game has no idea what to do with that so like you can kind of game it to give you like twice as much vc because they're like wait but you don't want you don't want to spend 9.99 on these beats wait but why but why oh, okay we'll just give you the vc straight i get this at the top i guess i don't know are you sure um but there is a cut scene there are two cut scenes that i would i would like to speak about both are beats related <laughs> <laughs> the first the first one that, that, that was the, that was the bridge too far for me is that you had two cutscenes two distinct cutscenes in the game about beats no well, longer first, by Dre I don't think. the first one the first one is it's pre-game you're walking out of the tunnel and you're in an opposing arena uh, and you have your beats around your neck and uh, a child says Shay you suck or you stink. <laughs> He probably, I think the child says you stink. And then you, you stare down the child. And then the game presents you with a binary choice. Kill the child or spare his life. <laughs> the binary choice is... <laughs> the binary choice is uh, reply to the hater or block out the hater with your beats. Does it, wait, you wait, select, wait, wait. This is a very important question. When it says beats in that in that option, uh-huh, does uh-huh, it have uh-huh. a copyright trademark logo? or a copyright symbol? <laughs> it does not. Oh, that's disappointing, honestly, because now it's shame. not copyright. Oh my god, <laughs> it's a true shame. Um, uh, so I, I of course did select block out the child with my beats, uh, and then the game treats you to a different cutscene that is very rare, quote-unquote, where it uses the theme song to the game and gives you this weird hype track. It's very strange. There is another one where after a game, you are approached by the beats representative um, who is like, I booked you on a television program, and you're like, great, I love doing TV interviews. And they're like, listen, I just got to tell you, here's what's new with the Beats technology. And then they make you listen to a man tell you about Beats' brand new active noise cancellation technology. (laughs) And then they're like, you could do, listen, the Beats come in any color you want. You can customize it. Uh, so it reflects your unique personality. Also, I cannot stress enough, there is active noise cancellation. And then you go on to this television program, which I was like, ah, oh, it's going to be like a cool. No, 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 no. You know, like the the um, the the news program that comes on at 2 p.m. on Saturday on your like local over the air, like on ABC at 2 p.m. There's like a news program where it's like that's where the mayor goes. Like, you're like, what? What? My mayor's never on TV. That's weird. That's the show where they're on. Um, and then you have, there's an entire interview where the, the anchor is asking you about basketball. And you have two choices. Again, all life is boiled out to two binary choices. Uh, your choices are or- to talk about the basketball or to talk about beats. So <laughs> you can, you can, it's just a question that's like, how do you like to unwind after games? And then if you select the beats option, the response is like, well, I like to go back to the locker room uh, and put on my beats with noise, active noise cancellation uh, in blue, uh, my favorite color. And I just listen, I just listen to my favorite tracks because uh, the active noise cancellation blocks the noise from coming in and it's a uh, personal listening zone. And it's like, ah, oh, I can't believe. I can't believe this. I can't. So, 
the, so the, the what I'm hearing is that this entire video game is just an advertisement for various other things, and then itself. Yes, correct. And also, you are given character-defining choices that mm-hmm. all, which are to basically choose between like, are you going to talk about the video game you're playing and basically yes. advertise it again back to yourself? Or mm-hmm. do you want to also be an advertisement for Beats Not by Dre? Yeah. The fans hate it. Like, if you pick the wrong option there, you lose fans and you lose teammate chemistry. So it has <laughs> negative... So it has it, it has negative uh, gameplay ramifications. I did... There's another interview that they make you do about Nike. The Nike man approaches you and is the, does, literally does the exact same thing. Um, and they only these, made listen, one... these shoes have active noise cancellation <laughs> that come in blue. They only... Um, they only made one radio studio, and it was the one that they made for the story mode where Jesus and Mero are there. Um, so they just have the two people who are not Jesus and Mero. They just—they're called Hank and the Hornet uh, in the studio with big Jesus and Mero uh, LEDs all over the room <laughs> because it's the only one of those sets that they made. Oh my god! I love um, it. I didn't realize it was a branded set for Jesus. <laughs> Yeah, it's very good, but like then afterwards, it's like, oh yeah, y'all couldn't get them for the whole game. Just take out that poster. Like I don't understand. <sighs> oh my god, this. Mm. Anyway, the basketball is fine still. I, was, I, was I think going I'm to gonna ask. I'm gonna stream I'm gonna stream that game tonight. Um, just so I can I can see if I can get any of that stuff to come up. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, I think I think I might be on my way on my way down and out from that game. It's just, I, I've encountered so much bullshit in the last week that it's like, it's so egregious that they just want you to spend money yeah. to get better. The, um, this is the for, the, for the record, for listeners out there, this is the video game with, that they put out a trailer where the entire trailer was just opening yeah. up blind boxes and loot boxes in-game for real money. Yeah. I, like, I didn't even touch that stuff, because like, it, it just doesn't appeal to me. Um, because like that stuff requires you to play online, and like I'm just going to get destroyed anyway so like i'm not about to i'm not about to go out but i get destroyed by people who have spent money right uh to get those cards so like i'm not i'm not about to mess with that stuff anyway that's my that's my probably final 2k update um i've played a lot of that those apple arcade games those are real good yeah they seem good uh sign our wild hearts it sounded like you maybe yeah touched a Um, little bit i played that that game the soundtrack is tremendous visually it's great um, the iPhone is not the place to play that video game. Uh, the the touch controls to me like uh, feel terrible. It is it, there is more frustration because it, it's it's a runner. If you if like you haven't seen uh, right. Santa Wild Hearts, it's a runner basically. Um, Even if you have seen trailers of that game, it is hard yeah. to parse what is actually happening. Yeah, it's a runner. You're basically like moving side to side, left and right, up and down, whatever, avoiding things. Um, and sometimes you have to tap the screen. Um, but it's one of those situations where it's hard to tell because of the way that the game wants you to move sometimes. If it's a three-lane like swipe situation where you swipe to switch between lanes, or if you're supposed to tap and slide to move left to right. But a lot of the times, if you're trying to tap to slide, that action is so slow that you hit the thing that you're trying to avoid, and then you're also too slow coming back, so you hit the next thing. Um, and it just feels like it's not 
built for that. Like it just it like touch is not the primary input for this. You can with iOS 13. Um, like you have to have iOS 13 to get into the Apple Arcade stuff. Oh, um, which is five ninety or four ninety nine and free. Um, or it's free Wait. for the first month, but it is four ninety nine. Um, normally, and then all the games once you pay the four ninety nine, it's Game Pass. Once yeah. you pay the four ninety nine, all the games inside of there, um, you can just download. It's Game Pass, but, but you get to play worse versions of games that are also on Switch. Yeah, but also you can just attach a PlayStation 4 or a 360 right. or like an Xbox controller now. Like you can just link those via Bluetooth. So I'm going to see if I just do that, if that makes it a better experience. Um, but like there's no easy way to attach my phone to my TV. Right. So I have to like figure that out. Like that's that part of the of the equation like does not feel like it's there yet. There needs to be like a a dock. Imagine if you will a thing that was a tablet when you took it out of the dock, <clears throat> right. but then a home console when you put it into the dock. Well, Someone should make that. Yeah, they should make that, and they should put like a, a like maybe a kickstand on the back that uh, yeah. that you could put up so you could use a separate controller. But it should be a really bad, shitty kickstand. <laughs> absolutely not good <laughs> yeah. at all. It gives them some wiggle room for when they do a hardware revision the next time around <laughs> to make some market improvements, you know? Right, right. Um, but yeah, I played Sinai Wild Hearts, which is really good, um, or like in concept, very good. The music, it rules. Um, it's all on Spotify if you like want to check that stuff out. What the Golf, which John right. recommended to us in Slack, which is not what I thought that game was. Um, Wait, is that the one is... where it's like... Um... It starts as golf, and then it just gets really, like, mini-golf, and then yes. it just gets really weird. And then you're, like, uh-huh. golfing, like, the golfer instead of, like, the ball. Yes. Or, like, the whole that, moves. That, that, the jump from, because the first, it plays it so straight for about mm-hmm. 35 seconds, which is, like, the perfect amount of time for the reveal where, oh, this is a dumb game. Yeah. Um, which is what happens when there's a person, uh, it's in the trailer, there's a person, and then you pull the... Like, you pull your finger back on the screen to, like, shoot the ball, but instead of the ball moving, the guy goes, and immediately you're like, oh, okay, I see what this is. Um, There's, it's hard to be, like, spoilers for this game that has no story, Um, but my favorite level is they do just give you, they did just recreate level 1-1 from Super Mario Brothers, and then give you golf controls to navigate through that. It turns into a side scroller. It turns into a side scroller. The golf ball grows, gets eyes, mouths, arms, and legs. Uh, and then you have to play one one. Then you have to play Flappy Bird, and then you have to play Donkey Kong. Oh that's God. like that's a set of levels, and it's like, oh, okay, like you're doing some cool stuff here. Um, also, the soundtrack is just all of the music is uh, different versions of a guy saying what the golf over and over again. <laughs> Wait, they recorded multiple versions of Yeah, it? yeah, they're different. They're different songs, but the lyrics to all of the songs are what the golf. Uh it various like the space one has uh like it sounds like vaguely spacey. Uh there's a lot of synth in there. The the soccer ones like sound kind of sporty. Um there's a lot of like brass in there. It's really good. I'm, um I'm looking for this game right now to see if it's on something other than a uh, on the uh the Apple Arcade cuz I would love it. It is. I think it I think that's exclusive. Fuck. That one I think is like legitimately exclusive. Oh. Um, huh. uh, Mini Motorways, which is from the team who Dinosaur. Oh, damn, what is that dev studio called? They made um, they made Mini Metro, which I don't know if y'all played. Is another mm. phone game. I did not play it, but I've heard people talk about it with bated breath. 
I love that game. You ba- it's it's a it's a strategy game basically, like a strategy puzzle game where you are building subway systems. Um, except this time you're building uh, roads, um, and it is the basically like the the thing that I have walked away from is that Mini Metro is like an exploration inefficiency, where you realize like at its peak how good of an idea public transportation is. Because you're like, oh, when this thing moves, it moves. Like you're like you're. It requires you to think in a way that is so planned and organized um, that you can rely on the efficiency of the fact that a train will always do the thing that you want it to do. You just need to plan when and where it stops and how it does that. Um, Mini motorways is an exploration of how little sense it makes that we have cars. <laughs> because they're so inefficient you cannot predict what they do and why they stop uh-huh. so the game is constantly asking you to change what you're doing to get around the fact that it's putting things up like buildings are basically you're, you're building highway systems um and as time progresses uh like more and more buildings and population centers are sprouting up across the map and you need to basically connect those to the network the game it scatters those in a way that is way more frustrating. Um, like it's it's a satisfying frustration, okay. but it is way more frustrating than Mini Metro was because you're like, why the fuck would you build that there? Like, why would you why would you put that here? Because now I have to like build a four lane highway to connect over six buildings just to get you to this exit because there's no other way for me to like link this up. And then you work on that for a second and then you scroll back over it and you realize there's a traffic jam for no real reason um but there's just suddenly a traffic jam uh it's really good it, requ- it like is a fun game to like hop in and hop out of um and like when you lose it's not like ah i can't believe i've lost all of this it's like uh, well okay that's fine that was my session for today um and you move forward but yeah that so many good fantastic. games in there yeah I've heard some mixed things about like what the uh, situation for the developers is and like how much of a cut they yeah. actually get mm-hmm. in, in a way that seems kind of ooh. Yeah. Um, but also a lot of these games are available on other things or will be available on other platforms in the near future. So maybe, you yeah. know, maybe they get a little bit of a payout now and make their money on Switch or something. Which, yeah. not to completely derail this, but speaking of Switch, I was looking for What the Golf partway during that conversation when you were talking about mm-hmm. What the Golf. And I did notice on the recent releases tab, do y'all know that they just put out the original Puzzle Quest on Switch? Yeah. For $15? What? It's a remake. Oh, it's a remake? Okay. Yeah. Because I, I just bought it sight unseen because holy fucking shit do I love I these think, Puzzle well, Quest. I think it's a remake or a remaster, maybe? I but think yeah, it's no. it, it comes with all of the DLC for the original game. Okay, no yeah. Microtransactions. Yeah, so, yeah, God, remember when that game came out and it was like, yeah. they made a match three game, but it's not just that. And then that mm-hmm. became like, because that was pre-Candy Crush. Yeah, this was like, this was inspired by Bejeweled, when Bejeweled yeah, was, was still like the biggest thing Yeah, this was like 2006, 2007, I think. Yeah. Um, yeah, I haven't actually bought that, but I was looking at it. There's actually a bunch of... Uh, good puzzle stuff on the switch because like uh poyo poyo uh whatever puyo, online puyo universe something no oh. it's like a poyo poyo, puyo, sta- puyo online universe please, <laughs> it's, please like, make it's a puyo, crossover puyo with MMO. dc universe online <laughs> uh no it's i forget what it's called but it's just just poyo poyo but it's like it was on sale for like five bucks and then there's a game called crossnick that's coming out in Ooh, like yeah. a, a week 
and it's like a it's basically like they tried to make a dreamcast puzzle game yeah and uh it really does look and sound like that uh it's really impressive the way they like totally nailed the y2k aesthetic and I'm really not the aesthetic really... of the game Y2K, a postmodern RPG. <laughs> is that what it, I thought the game was called? Yik. No, it's it it's Y Roman numeral two K. Oh. Okay. This was a conversation that was had around the fanbite offices. When Terrible. John, uh, <laughs> when John reviewed that game. Sorry, I didn't mean to interrupt. I no, just, no. Like... Wow, that's terrible though. Um, yeah, no, it looks really cool. So excited about yeah. that. Uh, Switch has been having a good run lately i just finished link's awakening this weekend yeah it's a very brief game if you've played it before Mm -hmm. um probably even if you haven't because it's pretty easy um i had heard so we just i just before this podcast like literal moments i put up a review by surreal vasquez uh of link's awakening and he did mention that, that there are maybe like a couple of parts in it where it's like not super clear where you need to go next yeah that's i mean yeah, that's the only thing that makes it difficult in any way is, like, there are parts where it's, like, you don't really know what to do, but, like, if you've played it before, it turns out that, like, I remember, like, 90% of that game. <laughs> and, like, the few times I didn't, I just, like, looked something up um, when it was just, like, okay, where the fuck do I go now? Most of the time, there's, like, an owl who shows up and is, like, Link, you gotta slay the Amaldorm, or, like, Link, you gotta collect the slime key. Uh but there are times when it's just like, uh, okay, who do I talk to in this like weird ass Twin Peaks world to get things moving? But it's good. I mean, I feel like if you've played it before, like if you played the original, then $60 is kind of a steep right. ask for it yeah. because the stuff that they've added is like not like I, I touched the, uh, the dungeon builder like once and it just doesn't seem interesting because the point is all the dungeons that they're like well made and like interesting Mm -hmm. and like all of the dungeon builder all all that it is is like you unlock distinct rooms and then like dompe will be like hey build a dungeon that has at least three treasure chests and then um a boss and an entrance and it's like okay and like the way that it works is the boss key is always in the last chest that you open. So like you have to go through the whole thing. You can't like memorize patterns or like anything like that. It's just time consuming. And like you get, I guess you get like heart pieces and like seashells and stuff for doing it. But like, who cares? Like the game's easy enough that like you don't need the heart pieces, the seashells. Yeah. They like, so there's no master sword in the game because it's not in Hyrule. And, uh, you get uh, like a better sword by collecting these seashells and bringing them to this weird mansion. And in the original game, there were like 25 and now there's 50. And you only had to get 20 in the original game to get the sword. And I don't know how many you need in this. I assume 40 because I got there with 20 and it was like, have a detector that helps you find more seashells. Ridiculous. Uh, which just seems like, I don't know, a really bizarre just thing to do. It seems like padding to justify a $60 oh, price. Yeah, no, it absolutely is. I mean, the art style is really beautiful. It's weird that there's, like, slowdown and, like, inconsistent frame rate yeah, stuff. Yeah, the frame, the frame stuff is, like, 
wild to me. It's it's yeah. like I, I'm I'm usually the last person to talk about this kind of thing, but like this is like a Nintendo flagship franchise. Yeah, and yeah. First it's party not. Release. It's a first-party release, and it's not like. I mean, I'm sure that there are some tricks going on to like make it to render that like tilt shift kind of style, and it looks good. But like Mario Odyssey ran at 60 constantly. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, Breath of the Wild, I think, ran at 30 constantly, and like. It- Breath of the Wild definitely slows down, but Breath of the Wild has a lot more going on than There's this. a lot more going on, yeah. And so the and fact that the Wild... this isn't stable is just like, how did that happen? Was it rushed? Like, that's the only thing yeah, I can think. That's the wild... Like, Breath of the Wild, like, I, I love that game, but, like, the, the technical issues, I was able to... Uh, set the state of play alarm? <laughs> yeah, it literally is, yes. <laughs> um, the technical issues, I... For Breath of the Wild, at least, I was, like more than willing to forgive because that game had been in development for 35 years and started on the Wii U. So, like, by, like that part I get, but this game is, like, so deep into the Switch lifespan that, like, the fact that this team, like, wasn't able to squeeze everything out of it to, like, get it... There are parts where I was like, oh, is the game about to crash? Because it's, like, it gets... Fr- like, at least for me, like, in spots, it's been, like, that framey. Um, but then it, like, picks up pretty quickly. But, yeah... Yeah. That part is like so bizarre. Because when we played it e- at E3, I definitely remember talking to you, Merritt, and we were like, was it? it yeah. It looked, it was framey, right? We're yeah. like, I'll fix it. And like, even like, okay, so the game looks really cool. Um, but I feel like the, like the edges of the models are always like mm. a little like jaggy. Yeah. And it kind of ruins the effect sometimes. Um, so. I guess okay. These are all pretty minor things. Like it's, it's a good Zelda game. It's like a good game in itself. And I think if you've never played it before, it's like definitely worth experiencing. Um, I'm not sure that it's worth experiencing over like the original. There are definitely quality of life improvements. I think like the fact that you can like. So in the original, uh, Stephen, did you play the original one? It was the first Zelda game I ever beat. Oh, cool! Yeah. So like for people who don't know. Um, you only because the Game Boy only had two buttons. You you could only equip two things at once, and like sword and shield counted as like items. Mm-hmm. So a lot of the time you just couldn't have your sword equipped because you like needed to have like the feather and the boots or whatever. Um, so the fact that this one like they're like no you we have four buttons dog so like you can have all that stuff. You don't need to equip your fucking like lifting bracelet or your running boots or whatever. Mm-hmm. That is like a big deal. Cause I basically always had the feather on one of the buttons. Cause yeah, it's, it's the classic video game thing of like people always do whatever makes it allowed the, whatever allows them to move faster. So yeah. if you have a run button in a game, everybody is always holding the run button. Right. <laughs> yeah. No. Yeah. 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 And I feel like the feather in this game is the equivalent of, like, rolling in 3D Zelda games. Uh, but, uh, yeah, there's, like, a bunch of quality of life stuff that I liked. Um, but, and I, I had a fun time with it. But, I, I, again, like, I, I didn't pay for it. Um, right. So. Yeah, yeah. Uh, yeah. So I, it's, hard, it's harder to make that judgment call. On, like, it's hard to value. justify, I think, paying making it, like, a retail release. Um, but... I don't know. It's really cute. And, like, I liked the graphical overhaul, especially of, like, the houses. Like, all of the interiors in the game look so good. 
Like, they're so cute. They just look like these yeah. little models. And, like, I don't know. I feel like they, if they don't sell, like, little diorama things of that, that's, like, a big mistake. It, it's a little it's a little wild to me that, like, you know, this, this sounds good. It sounds charming. But, like, also, this is the year that Cadence of Hyrule came out. And it's just a little bit wild to me that, like, the, this is the year that we finally had, like, for the first time since, like, the Minish Cap, probably. Or I guess, like, if, if you want to include, like, Hyrule Warriors, I guess that that was a third-party thing. But um, we've had two, for, or, like, Zelda games come out this year. One of them made was, like, a sixty full $60 release from Nintendo. The other one was, like, a weird experiment, like, for 15 bucks by a third-party Canadian studio. And it sounds to me like if you're going to get one of those, you should definitely, definitely get Cadence of Hyrule, right? Like... I mean, I didn't play it, mm. but oh, right. it sounded interesting. Yeah, um, I, mean, I don't I know. Loved like, it, personally, like, yeah. Again, like, I think this is like a. I think if you've never played Link's Awakening, then yeah, it totally, it's totally worth the price of admission. Okay, um, it's like a really enjoyable game. Probably like, if you haven't played it before, you're not going to speed through it in like three days. Right. And uh, I think it's definitely like a good first Zelda game if for like people who've never played one before. Um, because aside from the parts where you have to like look stuff up, it's pretty easy. Like the bosses like don't have very complicated patterns. Um, most of the time, the puzzles like aren't too bad. There's one dungeon that's really frustrating, but other than that, um, the I don't know if you remember, but Eagle's Tower, yep, where you Eagle's have to. Tower. Uh, I knew which one you were gonna say. Yep. Fuck Eagle's Tower. <laughs> fuck that bird so hard. Um, but uh, yeah, it was fun. There's no and like Link's Awakening. Kind of one of the interesting things to me about Link's Awakening is that prior to that, I guess A Link to the Past came out afterwards, right? For the Super Nintendo. Uh, no, Link's Link to the Past was before. Was it okay? Because uh, uh, because like, th- were... it was originally supposed to be a port of of a Link to the Past. Oh, okay. And then I it see. was a side project that um, some devs were working on, and then the higher up side and were like, "Oh no, just make this. <laughs> this looks good." Oh, as for, that's the story that I've heard. Sure, uh, I never. That, the thing about it being a port actually sounds vaguely familiar, and I remember. I know there's a lot of interesting things about like the, the, the development of this one. You mentioned the like twin peaks thing and like yeah like that's one of the classic tales about this game is that it's like heavily inspired by twin peaks because they were just big twin peaks fans at the mm-hmm. time it's um, it's weird like it's kind of a miracle that Link's awakening exists i think because okay. i don't think it could ever happen now it's too weird mm. um yeah like all of the stuff like there's just so many bits in it that are just like what like the part where you like help a goat catfish some man uh because you're like you have to like give him this letter from her and she's like a goat and then she includes a picture of princess peach and is like this is me um (laughs) (laughs) like the part where like the uh there's that lady who uh sells you this like medicine that's basically like a fairy uh-huh. where it medicine. revives medicine. you after you're dead medicine. and she's just like oh you don't drink it i rub it all over you and it's like oh okay um yeah just all kinds of weird and like the fact that like the ending of the game is like like i forgot yeah. how fucking sad it was yeah. like i was like oh no the world's still and it's like no they're all gone forever oops oops 
Also, spoilers. Retroactive yeah. spoilers. Um, spoilers. Spoilers for, spoilers for a, for a game that's game. from like 26 years ago. Yeah, from 19... Literally, I think the first game came out in 1993. So. Yeah. <laughs> but yeah, that ending. And the fact that I finished it this time without my name being Thief was uh, even more impactful. Because I every time in the past I stole that fucking bow. Because I'm not paying 900 rupees, but this time I... Um, Hell yeah. I just waited. Because you don't need the bow until Turtle Rock. And then you need it once in that dungeon, and then you need to fire it, I think, three or four times against the final boss, and that's it. That's a cool boss, too. It's, this is one of the few Zelda games where the boss is not actually Ganon at the end, too. I remember that being it's a, not. a it's, wild thing. It, it pretends to be Ganon, briefly. It does do that. And yeah. that, when he did that, I was like, how the fuck do you hit this guy? Uh, <laughs> and it, it's really frustrating, but once you know, it's like not that bad. Yeah. Um, unless you hey. guys have any. Oh, sorry. Oh no, I was gonna ask Stephen if you just saw that uh, trailer for Humanity that's running, uh, in the state of play. Oh, I. So I was going to say we're probably going to it, it, wrapping it up a little bit prematurely here. I feel, yeah. but uh, probably wrap this up so I can go watch that state of play from the Sony mm-hmm. thing. But uh, I have not watching the trailer for Humanity. Do you want to give us a live play by play of what, what's yeah, happened sure. and then we'll wrap it up there? Um, you know the people who made Res. I, I do, Mizuguchi. Enhance, yeah. uh, they're making another game. It's called Humanity. And you know the part of uh, World War Z where they the zombies come over the wall? Uh-huh. So that's the whole game. Um, and I think you control one set of the massive human, and the computer or another person controls the other massive Wait. human. And, you and do then battle? some of these. And you do battle, is the thing. Um,. Some of them have PlayStation Move controllers, and then some of them had lightsabers, <laughs> and then the ones with the lightsabers were climbing on top of a block to get hit by the ones with the PlayStation Move controllers. Oh um, yeah, anyway, there's a trailer for Call of Duty now, so... <laughs> I was gonna say, like, I... You know, I love it when Sony just gives people money. <laughs> like, sometimes. Yeah, it's good. Yeah. Um, all right. Turns well, out good things happen when you uh, give creative people uh, the resources to be creative. Yeah. You know, you get realistic piss, and uh, you can make grenades out of your own blood. Uh, <laughs> Death Stranding, catch it in stores soon. Uh, Put that on the back of the box. Yep. <laughs> God. Uh, I'm gonna probably wrap it up there so I can watch this uh, Warlock and try to figure out what we want, how we want to cover it. Uh, we will. We still have some uh, reader mail that or listener mail that we'll get to next week. Uh, sorry to push it off again, but we will get to it, I promise. That's podcast, singular, at fanbyte.com if you uh, have any questions, comments, concerns, uh, any, any interesting things you want to uh, float by us, we'll all we'll see that. We'll all uh, address those in the future. Uh, in the meantime, you can follow us on Twitter. I am Steven Strom, S-T-E-V-E-N-S-T-R-O-M. Uh, Merritt, where can people fo- follow you? Uh, yeah, at Merritt K on Twitter. Uh, Nikki, where can people find you? Uh, at Godzilla on Twitter.com. And Fanbyte is on Twitter at Fanbyte Media. Hell yeah, it is. I've been tweeting from there a good bit more than usual lately, uh, yes. honestly. Uh, and that's been fun, because I feel like I can just really let my id loose on Fanbyte mm-hmm. Media. Whereas on my you know personal account, I don't want to put that filth on there, but uh, <laughs> you know, the brand, who cares? Uh, you can find that review I mentioned on the website as well by Serial Vasquez. It's a, a Link's Awakening review. Uh, we also talked about uh, NBA 2K20 this week. We talked about Sign Our Wild Hearts. We talked about What the Golf and what was the me- Mini Metro? Not Mini Metro? Game? Oh, uh, Mini Highways. Mini Highways. Mini Highways. And Untitled Goose Game was the other one. 
Uh, we'll be back next week, maybe with a longer, a little bit longer episode when we're not so rushed for time. But thank you for following us for as long as you did. And who hasn't said it in a while? I feel like Nikki. I haven't had you say it in a bit. All right. Thanks for the knowledge. Thank you. That was a nice one. That was just a clean, crisp, <laughs> clean. no frills, no gimmicks, <laughs> not for foolin'. Um. Oh, bye. Yeah. All right. Bye. bye. The the Katamari the Katamari Damacy team. What is this video game?